Welcome to the Pop Goes the Culture box office report for Thursday, May the 31st, the last day of May. We are at our Thursday home of the Pop Goes the Culture podcast. We're at the Alamo Draft House here in Springfield, Missouri. I am Joey Mills with GeekDad.com. Joining us today are Kenny Wright with Upscale Edge. Odin with Upscale Edge. Jen John Meyer with Alamo Draft House. Welcome back. We missed you too. Oh, I missed you guys. <laughs> David it feels right now. It does. Yes. It was a different vibe. Getting the band back together again. <laughs> but yeah, we had a we had a good time. We yeah, uh, David's a good guy. We don't necessarily agree with him on solo, but we'll get into that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a good guy to debate with. I imagine so. We he seems like he do could do that. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah, he was fun. We're like, come back anytime, man. Yeah. yeah, we <laughs> yeah. enjoyed you. Yeah. yeah. Just stop by and say hey if nothing else you're walking through. Yeah. We told him if he ever, if you ever let him out of the dungeon, you keep him holed up in. I'm yeah, sure. I'll <laughs> consider it. I'll consider <laughs> letting him out briefly. Let's take a quick look at the headlines this week. There's not a whole lot, and then like. As I was sitting here, like a bunch of stuff hit, like in the last hour. So I've been penciling stuff yeah, in as yeah. we go. So good, good. Uh, first of all, Solo was the number one movie at the box office over the Memorial Day weekend, and it was Ron Howard's biggest opening ever. Can you believe it? It must have done gangbusters, right? That <laughs> blows my mind that it was his biggest opening ever. Yeah. Is that real? That's real. <laughs> I just like I read the, it. Previously, I read it, it was too. like seventy-seven million for. I forget which one. I think it was Apollo 13, maybe. But yeah, they uh, opened at 85 million, which makes it far and away the lowest opening. I think they were projecting like 130, yes, and then they revised they down to 115, yeah. and so then it still came in at 85. Tracking so. had it at 130, and so by Disney standards, it was a dismal failure. Absolutely. Which just really puts it in perspective that it's both a dismal failure by Disney standards and Ron Howard's best opening. Yeah. What <laughs> exactly. is the world? Like, yeah. I can't. It's so now, what are they, are they giving anything about, like, long term, what they think it's going to do? Well, they haven't shown those projections. Um, they, I mean, it, it has a few weeks without a major studio film to push it. But it, I mean, Deadpool opened, or Deadpool's week, which would have been, what, the second, third week of Deadpool beat it out globally the first week of, of Solo. I guess it did not perform very well, both at home and abroad, uh, China yeah. didn't go see the movie at all. Yeah, it is a strong. It's 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 really interesting how how much people are debating it. Like I've had to really <laughs> monitor our social media because people will fight. Yeah. Like I, it's just one step away from them. Let's meet in the parking lot <laughs> because you have the diehards, and then you have you know you have the people who are pleasantly surprised. But then you have the people who refuse to see it, but then they want to fight everybody who has seen it. And have so you, I know you've been busy. Have you had a chance to see it yet? No. And you know, you know how I feel about it. Like, but yep. I, I was willing to see it. I am willing to see it, and will see it. Um, but it's going to have to bring it hard because Harrison Ford is. A is legend in my mind and in the hearts and minds of everyone. So. Well, we because. Because it's number one, it's early. It's still you know yeah. within the first week of release, and number two, clearly people haven't gone out and seen it yet, so yeah, exactly. we're still watching the spoilers. But um, yeah, we we went and saw it. Our whole crew did, and uh, we have come to the consensus that it is the most Star Warsy 
Star Wars movie that has been made in the last seven attempts at making a Star Wars movie. It is. It has those it here, moments. Folks, yeah. The most Star Warsy. The most Star Warsy Star Wars <laughs> in the last seven. It has those moments where you're seeing in the theater, you're like, "This feels like Star Wars again." Where that's exciting. The previous to me. <laughs> six yeah. out of seven. Dusty and I both agree. We we want to go see it again. Yeah, that's yeah, awesome. I, and I haven't said that about a Star Wars movie <laughs> for a while. Yeah, it's. I mean. We all generally, our crew has generally liked Rogue One. Um, yeah. it, it feels like they are making two different sets of films. They're making the episodes for the younger crowd. That's kind of, you know, continuing along that. And then they're making these uh, Star Wars stories for a more older, kind of nostalgic crowd. And it's, I mean, they can play around with the genre a little bit with those because they're not directly tied into those episodes. And I agree with that. And I we've think, we've yeah. really liked the Star Wars stories more so than the episodes, even going to far back as episode one. Episodes one, two, three, and then episodes seven and eight have kind of fallen flat, but the stories have tended to surprise us. I think that's the thing. Um, you know, for people of a certain age, which is to say my age, uh, <laughs> It's it's overcoming that like upper twenties, you know. You're like saying? you feel like yes, yes, just thirties coming. I feel like the grumpy old man, like who has the ball in his yard a little bit with this franchise. And so mm-hmm. I've had to overcome my thinking and then try to look at it with fresh eyes, like I might if I were a kid coming up and you know hear all these. But it's it's just crazy how much it used to be like, you know, every what four years or something. Mm-hmm. And now it's like four here. I mean, that feels like that's yeah. the, the tracking that we're getting to. So it's a lot to keep up with and, and follow. But as yeah, long they, as you can look at it as entertainment value instead of just be angry that what are they doing to the franchise, I well, think you're fine. And Star Wars is one of those where, let's be honest, none of them are great movies. <laughs> so right. it, it comes down to how much does sitting in this movie make you feel like a kid again when you first saw Star Wars or you first saw Empire Strikes Back or Return of the Jedi or the prequels, if that was your age or these new ones that they're making. And again, this had those, most of those moments where you're like, oh, that was a Star Wars. It's not a perfect movie. (laughs) It's a pretty good movie. It's certainly one of the better Star Wars movies that they've made in a while. I know you're being extremely harsh. That movie rocked. I love it. <laughs> I, it's not perfect, but it de- is definitely. Who, who goes to the movies for perfection? Well, I mean, some you, people. You're supposed to be surprised. entertained. Yeah, so, some people. <laughs> I know a lot of people do, but I mean, you should be going to the movies to be entertained, to get right. away from. You want perfection? Try to achieve it in your own life, <laughs> but enjoy what's out there. That's that's my opinion of it, and I, I loved it. My 13-year-old loved it. My 17-year-old yeah, loved, it. loved it. Absolutely loved your, it. Yeah. Your brother, who's 35, 6. 35, 36, loved it. So, I mean, His wife, the, who is not invested in Star Wars at all, yeah. loved it. So, yeah. I mean, it, she wants to see it again. Yeah. So, we've, I mean, so, it's, it I mean, is we definitely. We went in with extremely low expectations. <laughs> we went in expecting it. <laughs> we went in expecting to be sitting through a root canal for two but hours. But there's so many great. Just Star Wars. Just you're just like yes, that's that's what I wanted to see. That you know the things you want to see is in there. So mm-hmm. good. Yeah, I mean, and I heard that uh, Donald Glover kind of stole the show as Lando. You know, did he? I heard that a lot too. But yes and no. Yes, he, his scenes were. He was Lando. I that's, mean, you cannot. That's what I, he was Lando. He was Billy D. I Williams. Was he to was see Lando. That. But he didn't 
steal the movie. You could have this, uh, the bulk of this movie could have taken place without him. He had some key moments, but. I I had said when we (laughs) reviewed it, I was like, across the board, I think everybody owned this movie. Woody Harrelson owned this movie. It was just as much his movie as it was anybody else's. And he played the Woody Harrelson character from every movie that he's been in in the last yeah. 10 years, you know, yeah. kind of the the guy he's you can't trust himself. who's a flawed mentor. I mean, yeah, he it it Woody, Woody plays that Woody had the and small parts in these still made their impact in there. Awesome. So the Paul I mean, Bettany stole the show more than anybody, you can if anybody. Say, yeah. You know, this is absolutely, you know, their movie it's not. I think across the board everybody had the, an equal contribution to making the, it great. The, the so. young guy that plays Han Solo in this, and I won't butcher his name if I attempt to pronounce it, he acquitted himself admirably well. He does a great He's a brave impersonation soul. of Harrison Ford playing Han Solo. There are times where he will draw his gun, and it looks like a shot from a movie poster. The pose. I mean, he's got. Great. He's I wonder got the, how much he practiced that, like in a mirror. I stuff. imagine he spent a lot of time <laughs> watching Harrison Ford yeah, as Han he, Solo. Because he watched he was, a lot of Harrison Ford doing Han Solo. A lot of Harrison Ford doing, doing Indiana, Indiana Jones. Jones. You see, yeah, you see a lot of you that. Know, all, uh, being American Ford. Graffiti. You know, because yeah. he does. If you. You watch those shows yeah. all, and you've seen them many times. So you will catch the little things that he does. Maybe it's an eyebrow, or maybe it's just a <laughs> yeah. look, or something, or just a little how uh, Harrison Ford gives you that kind of like little, you know, yes. kind of like cocky little <laughs> thing. Mm-hmm. He does that stuff. So it's it, he did a damn good job. Yeah. I just think of anybody taking on a role that you know people thought of as assigned to another character actor. He it, is the bravest. Yeah, it's you know, a thankless. Like, I can't he cannot think of a single other situation. <laughs> it that is would be all downside. Yeah. yeah, there is no upside for him in this role, and he does an admirable job. We, he, we talked, you know, everybody's like Lando movie. We gotta have a Lando movie next. We gotta have a Lando. after you watch it. You're like, I need. I'm a ready for the sequel. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready yeah. for the sequel. I need a That's sequel awesome. before I need a Lando movie. Yep. And you'll when you watch it, I, maybe you'll agree. Hopefully, you'll agree. Yeah. Yeah, if you I'm don't, gonna, that's fine too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm gonna. Yeah, I got. We're I not gonna. To we're, we're not gonna pick the fight. The yeah, and watch yeah. like four or five movies and get caught back up. There you go. But try to keep your eh, expectations if I like low. It, I yeah. Like it. If not, I don't care. Try to keep that because yeah. I think. And then let it surprise you. Surprise. Yeah. yeah, go in, go in expecting nothing, and let it surprise you. All right. Uh, rounding out the top five, everyone, it was the same top five as last time. Everybody just slid down a spot to make room for Land- or for uh, Solo, not Lando. That'll be next. <laughs> Lando, a Star Wars story. Uh, Deadpool is number two, uh, making another $43.5 million. Avengers Infinity War, number three, another $17.3 million. Book Club is still in the top five with another $10.1 million. And Life <laughs> of the Party makes another $5.4 million. Uh, <laughs> We'll talk about that in just a second. Well, those uh, two are hanging on there. That's pretty. Yeah, I, that's yeah. what I mean. It's not bad. That's the thing. If you look at the legs on something like Solo, Deadpool two, and Avengers: Infinity War, until we get to what probably Incredibles two, there's yeah. a couple more weeks here where they can yeah. make a little money without a big, you know, push yeah. from somebody else. I mean, the number two and number three, you know, they got bulldozers shoveling the money off the side, <laughs> right? You know, life of the party is still scooping it with her hands. Like yeah, exactly, take it, so. we'll take yeah. our we'll take our five here and I like three that there. It's hanging on. I like that book club is doing so well. That yeah. movie, I really yeah, there, I've seen. I know a lot of people that went and seen yeah. that movie. Surprisingly, um, oh. they're not necessarily our audience, but they've yeah. gone to see that movie, and that's yeah. great. They, they, they be, love. They're it. just like a little something, something different. They, that's just, all. Yeah. they don't. They don't want us <laughs> to know they're listening to the show. So let's talk about Life of the Party. Only okay, let's not. Let's talk about Melissa McCarthy, uh, <laughs> a story we've been watching. Uh, 
this broke today. <laughs> U.S. District Judge Vernon Broderick has blocked Sesame Street's temporary restraining order against uh, STX Entertainment, um, with who's making Happy Time Murders. Yes. Um, they were trying to uh, block the line, what, No Sesame All Street, I think. Yeah. And we talked about this yesterday a little bit because we were watching this story. Um, it seems like the folks at Sesame Street are not expecting to win a lawsuit. They are just trying to publicly state and legally state this is not us. We're not associated with this property. Probably on the heels of some backlash they got when HBO bought out Sesame Street and people mm-hmm. were concerned that it was going to be a HBO version of Sesame Street. I think this is just a PR move. Yes. Um, uh, probably Definitely a costly a one, move. but a PR move nonetheless. Oh, it for sure is. Uh, so Happy Time Murders will continue uh, moving forward using the, that tagline, or they can. <laughs> they may choose not to, but I have a feeling they will because that's a great line for them to use in, oh, that, yeah. in the marketing for that film. Um, as far as the marketing for that film itself goes, you know, that's... It, it, it's a it's your personal taste thing. <laughs> we found it to be a little. Mo- there were funny moments, and then it's like, okay, I was we could have done without that. <laughs> amazed the first time I saw it. Um, you know, the other creative managers at other Alamos, we have kind of a group, and we mm-hmm. meet, and and that's where I first saw it. With uh, one of them posted it, and I was like, I honestly thought it was a joke. Yeah, <laughs> you know? I thought that Melissa McCarthy it was like a skit. Yeah, you know? it was like, like something you see on no SNL. Way this or, yeah. is a real movie. And then when I realized that it, yeah, it's totally a real movie. I I thought, who is? I mean, plenty of people will go to see it. I have right. no doubt. But I don't. Who are these people? Well, the you fact the that people that are excited, like I want the go. fact that Brian Henson is on board with I this know. is like I know. Are you just is this real? Well, you know what? Too far. It's got his name in everybody's mouth right now. Yeah, it does. So, I mean, it's... <laughs> yeah, if, if his goal is to be talked about and known, <laughs> he will do that. accomplished. I mean, this is how you come out, you know, guns I'm not my dad, but know. I've got the puppets. The yeah. Muppets. Exactly. Yeah, it's <laughs> the ultimate teenage angst. I'm yeah. not you, Dad, and I never will be. But I'm using but, your puppets. Yeah, but I'm still going to use you. <laughs> I'm going to take your car out, but I'm not going to follow your rules. Yeah. I don't know. I, I couldn't see myself going and paying the $10 to see this movie. It's like a I will say, movie. though, if yeah, it comes out on cable down the road. If there's I nothing else on, it. it's yeah. 2 a.m. Yeah. Yeah. Like, because it looks maybe heavily. <laughs> it looks funny, so I don't know. We'll see. It looks like it's going to have its moments of How like, that was a funny Odin? gag. How do you feel about it? I, I mean, it made me kind of giggle. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I was I, laughing my ass off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay with saying that. Well, uh, it made me, it made me chuckle sometimes. But like, I, I definitely don't see me. Going you don't out see that as being yeah, a movie that you and your friends are gonna no, rush out and like, get tickets for as a joke. Go see it, <laughs> right. not like uh, insincerity. No. Yeah, like that scene when the yeah. puppets are in the office. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Without yeah. going into more detail. <laughs> I was like, that's a little uncomfortable. Me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I left my ass off. I don't care. That's always funny. Moving on, director Zack Snyder said his next film is going to be an adaptation of Ayn Rand's The Fountainhead. Um, okay. Watch out, world. <laughs> <laughs> there was an original made in 1949 that was, I mean, if that's your thing, you have that one already. Maybe this is uh, some sort of a meta commentary on post. DC post Warner Brothers life for him, but um, yeah, Zack Snyder. It is about a. It's about an architect. The book and the original film, and he, we'll see if he adapts it 
you know, along the same lines. It's about an architect who is has this vision for how things should be done. He's got this own artistic vision, unique vision, and everybody's basically telling him, no, <laughs> that's not cool. And so he succeeds a little and fails a lot and ultimately succeeds in the end. Spoilers for those who haven't seen the 1949 version of the film. <laughs> um, oh, so it has. feels like maybe it's commentary on life after Justice League and Man of Steel and Batman versus Superman, but... It's huh. not something that immediately, if you, it's not, first of all, something you immediately say, that needs a reboot. We need that today. Yeah. So, what it's, you're saying is. <laughs> but if you're going to do a reboot, his is not the first name you think of necessarily. No. So, yeah. what they need to do is put that and Papillon together. Uh, <laughs> yeah, another double reboot, feature double feature reboots we don't see. need. <laughs> or put them together in the scrap heap of, yeah. Five somebody will go see it probably. Yeah, he's got a big family. Um, yeah. <laughs> Maleficent 2 is now in production he does is now in production uh, they, we've seen a few behind the scenes shots of uh, Angelina Jolie and is it Elle Fanning she's the younger one yeah, uh, yeah. in makeup um, and in the costumes and with the horns and stuff so that first one was surprisingly better than it could have been I liked it. Um, it I really like Sleeping Beauty was my favorite um, of the Disney movies and and I used that line so many times before the sun sets on her 16th, you know, and just applied it to all different right. situations. Um, so I was excited to see it for that reason, and it didn't disappoint. So I would totally see this. I'm yeah. not, you know, typically into the Disney princess realm, but I do like a good villain. So and it does have that. And, really and she's, yeah, she's not even a villain. It's a, it's yeah. a. It was good. It twisted expectations mm-hmm. in a good way. Yeah, I, I wish, even liked it. Is yeah, it too I wish soon to talk about the first no, one. No, we can do that. <laughs> I wish Ryan Johnson had been paying attention to how you twist and subvert expectations when he right. was making yeah, another Disney people film. Going yeah. to watch Jedi. Was a Melissa Fit movie. Hold on, don't spoil <laughs> yeah. it. For me. Whoa, about huh? yeah, because Angelina Jolie flies under the radar so well. Yeah, when she has yeah, her big she, horns on and stuff. My mom and I. Uh, we love Maleficent so much. So when we saw that there was a Maleficent movie, we were, we were so excited to see it. And now seeing that there's going to be a second one, I'm, I'm sure my mom and I will be like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah." There you yeah. go. Well, I wasn't totally wanting to see it. it because I'm not. I'm not. I'm unusual person. I'm not an Angelina Jolie fan. I just. I'm not either. I'm not. That's yeah. why so, she really got me this time. Yeah, I was like, I don't want to see it because she's in it. I have mm-hmm. no desire to see it. But we sat down and watched it. I was like. Okay, that was pretty good. <laughs> All right, you got me. Hey. I'm still not going to go watch your other crap, but I'll, yeah, but I will watch this one. Uh, James Mangold is going to direct a Boba Fett Star Wars standalone movie, so no spoilers. That's exciting. It's exciting. He did a great job with Logan. Um, I'm excited. That could be a, if he takes that route with it. I wonder if he's going to do a black and white version on the Blu-ray, like he did that. with Logan. That would be kind of oh. cool, depending I mean, on how the fir- the color. I don't know, but if it comes here and they make the special glasses for it, I'm <laughs> you're going to get, get the Boba I'm Fett glasses. I guarantee there will be glasses <laughs> for, for this. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I will absolutely be here for that because I love me some Boba Fett. Yeah, yeah. and not spoil, try not to spoil Boba Solo, Fett. but um, if they would go a route where they're talking a Lando movie and a Solo sequel and a potentially an Obi Wan movie and a Boba Fett movie, they're is an opportunity for, you know, we have a lot of time between whatever timeline Stolo begins and when A New Hope, the original Star Wars, comes out, where those characters could possibly orbit one another again without necessarily directly interacting. But it could kind of lead us, kind of like how Rogue One set up the very beginning of Star Wars with that last shot. Right. We could potentially have things that put into motion, this is why everybody is where they are as we head into the cantina in uh, Star Wars. So... 
it could be interesting to see if they're trying to do like a small their own little multiple movie franchise within a franchise type thing with that. But uh, yeah, we'll yeah. see. Yeah. That is a, a a spot where you can say, well, that's a good director for that material. Whereas again, Zack Snyder and Anne Rand, maybe not the best right. of the best marriage of material to a director. And adding little things like that, building up to a potential movie like that would yep. be so fun for fans to be oh, like, yeah. oh, oh, well, I see what you're yeah. doing. Yep, exactly. I, yeah. Sneaky, I sneaky. Definitely see that. And an Obi-Wan movie. Yes. Just yep. the idea of it. It's exciting. Especially if they can get Ewan McGregor back. Because he's oh, a little nice. older now. They yeah. can age him yeah. up a little bit. Seeing, I mean, there's he seems a lot of talks. Yeah. I mean, there's like a sneaky under thing there where he's kind of just talking about some stuff and I wouldn't mind playing that character. Yeah, again. I think just he's kind of lobbying thing. for it and, and he was certainly like not the worst thing in those prequels. I mean, I, <laughs> so. I love that Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah, his version was pretty good. Uh, Jamie Foxx has been cast as the title character in the Spawn movie. We've shared our thoughts about it. What do you think about uh, Jamie Foxx joining a lower budget R-rated Spawn movie? That I, I kind of like it. I'm intrigued by it. Um, I'll have to see a little more, but right. yeah, I'm not against it. Not Jamie Foxx can go either way for me. Like I, you know, I, sometimes I'm like, all right, that's enough. And then, <laughs> you know, sometimes he surprises me. So I'm going to go into that with an open mind. Yeah, I'm the exact same way. I'm like, I liked him in Django Unchained. Right. Yes, exactly. I loved his stuff early in the, you know, in Living Color stuff, mm-hmm. but there's been some other stuff. I'm just like, I, you know, yeah. I don't care to see it. I just, yeah. I don't, and I don't dislike the guy. I just right. don't like him. I yeah. don't know. I don't, yeah, that sounds weird, it's, but it's just. A, but he was telling me that he's I, mainly just leaning, lending his voice, and they'll probably. It's going to be a lot of motion capture. Uh, There's going to okay. be a lot of gravelly voice that's going to sound like Jamie Foxx, kind of. But okay. hopefully, they won't Christian Bale it up too bad. But yeah, um, yeah. and it feels like I've been. I like. I like <laughs> the yeah. I'm Spawn. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> I like. I, I like. Movies like Logan, Deadpool, the first one, possibly this Boba Fett, although now nah, it'll be a summer release. But the Spawn, I like them in that, you know, early, late winter, early spring time frame where you can put in an R rated genre film and it's okay. Nobody's expecting because they're all watching the Oscars. And so you can, right. you can slide something in in February, March and, and, and kind of surprise people. So if that's the route they take, I'd be okay with that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I agree with Jennifer. I'd, show me a little more, yeah. yeah, and maybe I'll make up my mind then. Show me the costume. Show me the cape because right. the yeah. cape's the better character in Spawn than right. the actual yeah, character. Right Always has been. Yeah. yeah. If they can get, if they can make the cape as good as they made the cape in Doctor Strange, oh, then you've got something. Yeah. You can put anybody in the motion yeah, capture suit. Yeah. It's the cape. I didn't think about that. The, yeah, yeah. the what they can do nowadays is so much different from what they could do in the what ninety something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Spawn movie. Uh, kind of talking along the same lines of those R-rated remakes and reboots. This one broke earlier today, but uh, apparently the Crow remake slash reboot slash whatever has lost star Jason Momoa and the director now, uh, Whoa, Colin Hardy. I did not know Both that. backed out this morning. Yeah, it broke ah. like, like I was sitting here looking like, yeah. anything new happening today? Oh, yeah. So uh, that's in trouble now. <laughs> ah, no kidding. <laughs> which, that's in trouble. Which I'm okay with, that being in trouble. Yeah, no, me too. <laughs> so uh, we've bad. got the original. We don't yeah, necessarily need it. We've got a bunch of sequels that aren't any good. We've got yeah, a syndicated TV show mm-hmm. that was terrible. Yeah, that can just go. That can just fall into the ground and disappear yeah. as far as I'm concerned. I was a little curious it. to see what they were going to do. But, you know, if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't break I'm not going to hurt either, your so. feelings any. 
Uh, well, I love the crows. So. Yeah, and that could have been one of those that they could have slid into that, you know, September slash February, March, you know, those yeah. dead zones. Um, what will likely be a summer movie, I'm guessing. Uh, today, Tom Cruise has uh, confirmed that production has begun on Top Gun 2. <laughs> Holy For what that's crap. worth. <laughs> <laughs> as he's doing, as he's beginning the press rounds uh, for uh, Mission Impossible Fallout, he's uh, said, "Yeah, production has begun and is moving forward on." That's what I get for not checking the headlines Top Gun before <laughs> I come into this. Yeah, mind blown. Dude, is, I don't know. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know about that one. That's, I wonder what that's going to be. Yeah, I, I don't know. He's basically ageless. So yeah, he could, he's he a vampire. Whatever. Yeah, he's, he's still die. a fighter pilot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The exact same. Be like five minutes later. Yeah, exactly. He's thirty years and old. He looks, and yeah. Boy, I don't know. I don't. I don't not know that so we need Kelly that. Not so much Kelly McGillis. <laughs> no, she would not. She she, she does not, not have the. Well. Well. Nor has anyone ever yeah. in the history of. Yeah, ages. time's not kind to everyone. Right. <laughs> Unless you're Tom Cruise, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Tom Cruise and Dick Clark before his stroke. Right. Those two were like yep. vampires. I was exactly. convinced. It was scared. Well, so he's, Tom Cruise is in charge of the Fountain of Youth now. So apparently, yeah, they've <laughs> got a yeah. patent on the the water or something. They'll probably pass it on to Ryan Seacrest. Yeah, I think I he's he's the next one. Ryan yeah, Seacrest is he's it. The yeah. next, he's the next he's Hollywood vampire. Whatever Dick Clark left behind. <laughs> so those are the big headlines thus far. Uh, new in theaters this week. Um, again, we talked about it. It's kind of that lull between the big movies, but there's still good stuff to go see. Um, maybe not necessarily this first one, <laughs> but uh, no. Action Point, starring Johnny Knoxville uh, as the owner of a amusement park, um, competing with a new big corporate mega park because you know. That happens a lot, right, where big corporate well, mega theme parks it's come in. Oldest time, <laughs> yeah, <really>. exactly. <laughs> uh, apparently, the 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 hook is his uh, estranged teenage daughter comes to visit as he's, you know, trying to compete with the other park. You know, today we had people indicted, and the maintenance crew was indicted at the water park in Kansas City yeah. over the, uh, the last day or two. So I don't know that the timeliness of this, the optics on this, aren't the greatest, but. Uh, There's going to be an audience for it. There will be. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I want to see it. I think it looks you? hilarious. Yeah, I and know. I think it's more about the all the political correctness and all the right. everything that's in this world. Right. This is like a slap in the face oh, to yeah, all it's that. Johnny that's Knoxville. what I will yeah. say. It's you like know, lighting like, up people, you know. Yeah. yeah, I like that he's not afraid to just, he doesn't even care. He doesn't care. Yeah. That being said, I'm over it. <laughs> <laughs> um, my my stepsons have just discovered Jackass. Oh, so you're, it's hilarious. fresh to you. And let's watch another one. And I'm like, I would I'm gonna stab my own eyes out or just run into traffic. I'm so tired of this. See, now the Jackass movies I and all that, not for me. Right. I've yeah. tried to watch some of it, and it's like, eh, okay. Yeah, but I'm not Like a, something not like this is like, okay, we like what you're going to do. We're gonna tone it down a little bit. Yeah. We're yeah. gonna, you know, Hollywood, you, you know, you up a little bit. And that, yeah, that's why I think this will probably be pretty funny. So. Yeah, as maybe long, so. Yeah, as long as it it does follow a plot at least, so right. that makes it not. A it's not just random copies. acts of violence. As, yeah. It probably won't be so as bad be as good. like Bad Grandpa. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm afraid of. I think. <laughs> I think I'm afraid it's gonna be like. And I, I did. I didn't even get through Bad Grandpa. It's one of the few movies yeah. where I'm like, no, I'm calling it. Yeah. Like about, I don't know, maybe 45 minutes in, I made it. But I don't. Hopefully, I'm wrong. Hopefully, it's great. I do think that you know, there's a crowd. My uh, my family's excited to see it. I will probably watch it. We'll see. I think it'll be like. I like roller coasters. <laughs> 
So. It'll probably be like life of the party. It, it ain't going to be making the big money. Yeah. But it's going to go ahead and just shovel it out with their hands. And I'm, I'm going to guess it. that, yeah, you're right. But probably to a, to a fraction of a degree, I, I think Melissa Carthy's probably got a bigger draw than Johnny Knoxville does at this point. Just because yeah. he's, it felt like he was kind of, he, his kind of, he had his moment, his 15 minutes. And mm-hmm. it's interesting um, that. He'll always have the idiot college guy. Yeah, vote, exactly. So. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly that's your right. that's your your audience. And there's I think. millions of them out there, so. Mm-hmm. I wonder what they're going to think, though, with when they pull in the whole family thing, because that's going to be, you know, he, surprisingly, he's actually done something before like this where you're like, eh, and then it turned out to be not egregious. <laughs> right. I can't think of the name of the movie, but he played a a guy who was basically entering in the Special Olympics just to win. Oh, I forgot that one. And he was actually yes. okay in that yeah, for whatever reason. That yeah. movie was like, okay, this looks bad on every level. <laughs> but this kind of Duke's a hazard, yeah, you know, yeah. ish. Yeah, good ish. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> he didn't go off the rails too much. It's funny in that uh, The Rock, the remake of uh, Standing Tall or whatever, Walking Tall. Yeah, but it wasn't his movie. I mean, he was kind of you know, and that's what they're, a character like that. That's kind of can be obnoxious and too big of a dose can do a kind of a you know yeah. side character, second, third character, but. We'll see. Somebody will go see it. We'll see what the college guys and people think when they throw the estranged daughter line in there and see right, if, they, if it holds right. for them or not. <laughs> what is this? I want to see him with fireworks in his rear. Um, <laughs> also out in theaters this week, Adrift, uh, which is based on a true story. A young couple sailing from Tahiti to San Diego. They get caught in a hurricane. He's injured. The boat's disabled. She's got to find a way to bring him in. Um, yeah, not top of my list but no it's not the top of my list i did think um the trailer does look pretty good and i can't decide if it really does or if it's that the they chose really good music for it right um it might be both <laughs> uh it's not at the top of my list either uh is it shailene woodley i think mm-hmm. i mean she's, she's she's pretty good you know i um she's kind of but she looks different i don't know yeah I, it's I can't. I can't decide how I feel about this. It I'm looks well done, talking. but yeah. not I'm sure. something I'm. Yeah, I'm these, sure it'll be all these yeah. kind of movies like this. Just yeah, don't like do stranded in the water me. movies. I'm <laughs> yeah. like, we've done those already. Yeah, <laughs> like a lot. <laughs> yeah, and there's other movies that you know are out here. that's like, okay, yeah, action movies. It's been done, blah blah stuff like that. But I know something about those stranded water movies. Yeah. It's just like, eh, no thanks. Yeah, <laughs> We're spending a, a lot shark, of time in a boat. Is the boat yeah. down. What's yeah. it? It's still water. It's still and there's only so perilous. much you can do. We can tell right. you what's going to happen. You're going to yeah. take on water at some point. Yeah. You're going to be, you're accidentally going to or purposely going to have to go in the water mm-hmm. at some point, and there will be sea be life thirsty. at some point. Yeah, you're, you're going to need to eat. Yeah, so I mean, there's only twist. so many things Sharks. you can do with Plot that. Twist, yeah. There's going to be a kraken. Like yeah, that'd be yeah, no, this turns out to be a, a backdoor be Pirates cool. of the Caribbean yeah. movie. <laughs> what? I did not see that at all. Uh, and finally, in theaters this week. Now, this is the one of the three that looks the most interesting to me. Maybe so because it's so this. Yeah, it's weird looking. Oh, it uh, Upgrade, which is a Bloomhouse film, which those guys cannot do anything wrong lately. No, They're they on the roll. Uh, about a guy that receives a bionic implant that helps him get revenge on the people that murdered his wife and left him for dead. This movie looks just goofy fun. It's like Venom. Pre, it's a, it's a bio, uh, bionic venom movie so before totally without Tom gonna, Hardy. I'm going to make it my business to see this before yeah. we it looks meet fun. Next. I saw an extended trailer of it uh-huh. at AlamoCon, and I was really intrigued. I like that he just you know tells this you know whatever to take over, and yep. then it just makes him into this like 
fighting and Ninja. killing. Ninja. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One of my friends yeah. uh, tagged me in it a couple months ago on Facebook. They're like, oh, this has you written all over it. I watched <laughs> yeah. it. I was like, oh my God, it does. Yeah. <laughs> then I yeah. had to show him. Yeah. And what do you think about it? Oh, I'm, I'm excited. I want to see it so yeah. bad. Yeah. Same. Same. Yeah, there's nothing about that trailer. I wasn't like, oh, yeah. I'll more. Yes, <laughs> yes, more. Yes, Can yeah. I see this now? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And I like that he's, you know, kind of present enough that he's like, oh, God, you know, like freaking out. <laughs> oh, that's going to hurt later. No, it's okay. I disabled gonna, your pain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that movie but looks fun. Just, yeah, it's pretty exciting. Well, that's what's new in the box office this week. Uh, our social media poll uh, will kind of fits perfectly uh, with this group and this crowd on this show. Uh, our question of the week is: What is your favorite summer blockbuster? And when we sat down and did this, we had a bunch of caveats and conditions about this is what we're defining <laughs> as a summer blockbuster, um, and all that really did is create a bunch of useless work because there were movies that barely meet the minimums, but they're not the ones you think of as your favorite summer blockbusters anyway. So right, um, right now uh, the choices we have thrown out there were Raiders of the Lost Ark, mm-hmm. Star Wars, the original, A New Hope, uh, Shrek, which you can guess who picked that one, the youngest person in the crowd, <laughs> uh, and Jaws. And because the young guy is social media savvy, he is currently leading the pack with the voting at 60% of the vote right now. So Yeah, nice. That's how you do it. Mobilize the youth to get them excited. You know, I, I told him, I was like, look, if you're going to do this, <laughs> tell your friends they have to follow. Yeah, and listen not just to go in there and vote, but I want them following. They need to yeah. be active in it. Exactly. So, so uh, 60% of the vote right now is Shrek. There have not been a lot of votes cast, so these numbers can change. The poll is still open until noon Friday, noon Dusty's Central. going to have all his daughters getting yeah, five accounts. Yeah, Dusty's Dusty going to try to come in and kick the legs out from underneath <laughs> you. But he's got some work to do because uh, Jaws is only sitting at 20%, and then Raiders and Star Wars uh, each are sitting at about 10% of the vote. That's the official poll numbers the question to you is what is your favorite summer blockbuster and it can be any of those or something different okay well here's what i did to me this is a question like what's your favorite food yeah like it's it's (laughs) my brain just full stops like ah it's too much and so from those choices um i would have to uh, right i love raiders of the lost ark but jaws was the number one movie when i was born right so and then i looked up um a list. I cheated a little bit and looked up like top 100 That's okay. all time I summer lo- blockbusters. I put together a list that is 14 <laughs> pages long because yeah. our criteria were too loose. <laughs> so I was looking at like a hundred different summer blockbusters and did you know Parenthood is considered a summer blockbuster? <laughs> Great movie. There were a lot of movies that yeah. were like, yeah. that's really a summer blockbuster? Yeah. Do you know Notting Hill is considered a summer blockbuster? Oh, wow, no. Yes. No, I did not <laughs> I didn't, make the list I, did not I looked either. at. <laughs> But then there's Iron Giant, which I right. really, really loved. But so the point is, I don't know. But um, <laughs> of the ones you you posed, I'd have to go Raiders. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah. Nice. We've had uh, some votes. Uh, we've had a few people give us their opinions outside of those. Uh, Jurassic Park seems to be the one that a lot of people are gravitating towards as well. So yeah, yeah, I figured the original, the yeah. not the not so much the, the newer I wasn't ones. A big fan of that. But that is the social media poll. That, again, you can still vote. Uh, the poll is open. You know what? It doesn't matter. The poll officially closes at noon Friday, but you got all summer long to jump in there and tell us what your favorite summer blockbuster is because that might change this summer. That's right. Um, but you can find us on Twitter at PGTC Podcast or on Facebook at facebook.com slash Podcast. Let us know what your favorite summer blockbuster is. Speaking of summer... 
<laughs> so I sat down and said, well, there's not a whole lot of news this week. And of course, we had a few things break you know, as we were sitting here. It's like, so I'll just look and see what's coming up at the Alamo in the next, ah, I don't know, it's the, we got June coming up. I'll just look at June. <laughs> okay, so I ha- I've got to cherry pick now because yeah. you guys have a ton of special programming coming up this month. I know. We, oh, we kind of And got that's crazy. not even all of it. I, they're not, yeah, then I know. I, I typed this up, then I was like, now I'll go look at the Facebook page. I was like, oh my God, there's stuff that's not even on here. Yeah. So yeah. my list is incomplete. And even of that list, like I said, we're going to have to cherry pick a little bit. But uh, in the next week, let's say... Because today's the last day of May. So between now and next Thursday when we sit down, you guys have your kids' camp starting up next week? Yeah. So um, this is our first, well, this is our first full summer. Right. Uh, well, not really. We, we opened in June of last year. So, right. But we wanted to offer things for kids and families uh, because uh, we understand the struggle of it's summer. What are we going to do with these kids? Uh, so kids' camp has the unique um, caveat of if you you don't have to pay to come. And if you do, it's a donation that will go to a local charity. So we have chosen for June uh, Springfield Dream Center. Then mm-hmm. they help, like, disadvantaged youth. And and so we're giving 100% of the proceeds for Kids Camp to Dream Center for June. Plus, it's the never-ending story. Exactly. That was going to be that's so all great. Excited. The philanthropy is wonderful, but yeah. you get to come yeah. see the never-ending story Let's at the get theater. To the real point. Yeah. I was like, yes, we're playing this, and I'm so excited. So we're going to have it the fourth, fifth, and sixth. We're also, I think, going to have it uh, one evening show for adults who, okay. who don't even need to bring their kids and you know deal with all that. So I'm very excited. That's and then, fantastic. Um, Teen Wolf. Yes. Is our Terror Tuesday title. Which is stretching terror <laughs> just a I little know, bit. That's why I did it. That's just why a I did slight it. stretch yeah, of the word like, terror, but I yeah, I couldn't help myself. So I saw, the, the real terror in Teen Wolf is the principal, right? Yeah, that's what, that's why I <laughs> did That's it. the I'm terror. Like, let's talk about the fact that this werewolf teenager is somehow beloved by the high school and plus he can dunk. It's my favorite movie about a dunking werewolf. Teenage werewolf. <laughs> And out of the many that are out there, yeah, it's probably my I know, favorite. As well. I know it's a bold statement, but I'm going to stand by. <laughs> well, it. Michael J. Fox doesn't hurt either. So, no. oh yeah, yeah at the height Team of Wolf his two with Jason Bateman, which That's is the exact scary. same yeah. movie, <laughs> only in a boxing ring. Yes, exactly. So, yeah, that's I couldn't help myself. So that's our Terror Tuesday title. And then tell me, okay, so Wednesday, explain Video Vortex to me because I have an idea what I think that is, but I want you to confirm or deny for me. Okay. What is Video Vortex? So Video Vortex is we, have, we are blessed to have some guys who are willing to do a super deep, deep dive into archives of movies that are like, what? <laughs> and okay, good. That's pretty much what I was yeah. thinking. So. And so, uh, and a lot of them, I'm like, uh, no. But when I saw the title of, of June's, it was Ninja Terminator. I'm like, <laughs> I don't even care. We are showing that. And we, we charge just $5 because, come on. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because you're not going to want to pay 6 yeah. to see Ninja, <laughs> right. to so, see Ninja Terminator. So, yeah, we just offer these things like these extreme. We did, um, what was it? Zombie 3 was our last oh, one. Oh, you couldn't did. get the first two? Yeah. <laughs> and that's why I was like, if you, you know, if you haven't seen Zombies 1 and 2. Well, that's when they hit the stride was number 3. Oh, okay. So, so yeah, the first two was like the warm-up. There yeah. were three. even 1 and 2. That's how great <laughs> Zombie 3 was. It just went straight to the 3. It's kind of like Leonard Part 6. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah, Ninja Terminator looks super cheesy, super awful. You should definitely come see it on a big screen, though, for five bucks. <laughs> That's how I feel about it. Here's the thing. For five bucks, where else are you going to go? What are you going to do 
for an hour and a half. That's going to provide you the entertainment value. Yeah. Seeing Ninja Terminator on the big screen in the air conditioning. It's summertime. It's really hot. Impress your friends at parties. Oh, absolutely. Ninja Terminator. I've seen it. (laughs) <laughs> on the big screen. <laughs> yeah. No big deal. Is there a glass for that? No. <laughs> <I wish>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to guess there's not. There needs to be a whole line emerged for this. So you guys have a big week coming up, and that's not even talking about, like I said, new releases for June, but I've kind of highlighted some of the things that that aren't necessarily what I think our listeners are going to like, but the stuff that our listeners are already talking about on social media, because yeah, I know yeah. a few of them, and I'm looking at them, they're like, oh, they're already talking. Some of them are telling me about these things, and I, I'm here every week. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> uh, so talk about uh, a week from Monday, so June the 11th, you guys have a special guest coming in again. Yes, Tell Greg us a little Sistero. bit about that. Um, if you have seen The Room, uh, which is the original movie that launched this whole like fascination <laughs> with Tommy Wiseau, um, fa- fantastic. But the disaster artist was kind of based on the making of the room. Right. And, and Greg Jansen, wrote the book, right? Yeah. Greg Originally. wrote the book. Right. He, he was Tommy's co-star in the room and, uh, the Franco brothers played Tommy and Greg and did a great job. But, uh, he is just, Greg Sestero is the nicest guy. Like he's just incredibly, like if I email him, he immediately emails me back or he'll send a text. I'm like, aren't you busy doing something, (laughs) you know, like it doesn't even make sense to me that he could be so down to earth and like laid back, but he's just going to drive in here, um, present his new, uh, he and Tommy got back together again after 15 years and did this movie, best friends with the R and, you know, in parentheses, fiends. And, uh, it looks really, really good. Um, now it's in two parts. uh, Is that right? It's it's in two parts. So we've got volume one, um, volume two actually is going to be coming out in June. So we might have him back. Okay. But yeah, he's going to come in and do a live Q and a, he's super accessible, like come up to him, talk to him, hug him, have your picture with him. Get an autograph. He's slap he's his ass, do whatever. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> head. Not too far. Oh, it, yeah. like, now I understand he. Uh, you guys took a field trip last time he was here. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, down we, the street, right up here. We did. <laughs> so he is a huge Brad Pitt fan, like a huge Brad Pitt fan. <laughs> so he was. He really wanted to see Kickapoo High School, and I'm like, well, you're in luck. It's <laughs> literally right there. Yeah. So I drove him, and he got out and was taking pictures, <laughs> and was just so awestruck that it was. Kind of adorable to watch. <laughs> That's funny. So I That's contacted awesome. them and asked him if he could maybe go inside when he comes back. And they're like, yeah, just let us know. So when he comes back, I'm going to be like, hey, if you want to go into <laughs> the school. You could get pictures in the building yeah, now. If, you're, if you can He's handle like, oh my it. God, are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> like he, he is next level fan geek about Brad Pitt. Which so. is fun because when it you is. see somebody that other people like geek out about yeah, meeting and, and then you see them geek out about. Yeah, like exactly. Angelina. Yeah. Like yeah, I'm a, you know I got to meet her, but she was no good except for yeah, Maleficent. Like, she was good in that. But. Yeah, like, <laughs> you know, but I'd really like to meet Brad Pitt. Yeah, so I think that's a hilarious. That is funny. Uh, let's see. Taking a look also that coming in, again not this week but next week. Uh, that's when you're doing your Grease party. Your mm-hmm. sing along. Yep, Grease sing along. Dress up. We encourage Ooh. it. We've got candy cigarettes. We've got combs. We've got ride out high <laughs> balloons. Very I mean, good. We're just gonna camp it up. That's awesome. Uh, you have another guest coming in. Is that right as well? Uh, June fifteenth. Uh, this one, not maybe not so uh, campy. This is a little more serious. No, <laughs> this is a little more funny too. So, yeah. women who kill is actually um, it's about it's about this uh, couple. Well, they broke up, but right. um, 
these two women who New York do a City. podcast called yes. Women Who Kill. And one of them uh, starts to see a new girl who's very, very attractive and young and might be a murderer. <laughs> so it's, it's about, you know, the one being suspicious and the one who's dating her being, you're just jealous. Uh, but it's very witty. It yeah. looks very funny and sharp and, say, and uh, well Sharp done. was the word I was looking for, yeah. but yeah, that looks like... And we had the opportunity. Um, I was introduced to the director, and I was like, would you come here? And we could screen the movie. And it, it won several awards. Right. Um, it's a jury selection award winner for the Tribeca Film Festival mm -hmm. and then like a bunch of other stuff that I can't even remember right now. But So she's coming here on June 15th, and she's going to be um, – we'll do the screening. We have two different showings, and then we'll do a, like a live Q&A with her afterwards. But I, I'm excited to see it. I haven't gotten to see it yet, but it looks pretty funny. It, it looks – like you said, sharp is the word that – Yeah. Is, I think really, that is the one that yes. yeah wraps it all up. Even I've heard of it, so yeah. it, that's something. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, and then the big one I've got on here, the one that, are there still tickets available for this? I I'm hesitate to even, I, I don't want to bring it up too much if people can't get in, but. Depends on what it is. Well, I'm looking at the one at the bottom of the list here Good. at the end of the month of June. Are there still tickets available for the birthday party? Let me just tell you how important this movie is to our owners. They've hand selected it. Mm -hmm. We are basically turning this place and so this will be a saloon here at the back lot. That is awesome. Um, everybody will be, you know, dressed in saloon gear. We all have uh, Blazing Saddles themed shirts. Um, we'll have uh, Western like blow up um, bounce houses in the parking lot. <laughs> one for kids, one for adults. We're gonna have the squirrel chasers here. They're like a funny yeah. like blue grassy kind of band, and then a couple other. So we're gonna. I mean, as many theaters as we need to open up. We'll there have obviously only one will be thirty five millimeter, right. but yeah, we're just going to keep opening it up if, if people and it's not even close to sold out. Really, that's Seriously. fantastic. So, so yeah, on Tuesday, June the twenty sixth, uh, the Blazing Saddles movie party. It's the one year. It's the birthday party yep. for the Alamo Draft House here in Springfield. Um, yeah, it, the party starts at five. Is that right yeah. in the parking lot? And then the movie, yep. the showing is at eight. So. Um, that like, is going to be yeah, a lot of we're fun. We're going to have some contests, costume contests. We're going to have a schnitz and groove and eating contest. Um, <laughs> Three's my limit. Yeah. <laughs> so. 15 for me. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm pumped for this. I love I love that they love it so much because so do I. Oh, absolutely. That is so do, you know, I don't know how you couldn't. So, so you decided not to go with the bean eating contest for this one. I'm pushing for it. I'm like, if we need three contests, I got an idea for a third and everybody thinks I'm crazy. And I'm like, I think it'd be hilarious. So that's funny. And that's, and yeah, those are the highlights. Like I said, we kind of cherry picked, but just looking through your Priscilla queen of the desert, you're going to have on taxi driver, the bridesmaids champagne party. I mean, yeah, Coming to America, there's so much going on this month here that's just like, it's mind-boggling that you guys are doing all of this. I, that's how I feel. I'm like, we're crazy. <laughs> I can't I'm imagine the, the work that goes into putting yeah. this on because, yeah, that is. And like I said, that's on top of the fact that you've, I mean, you've got the movies that are, we've talked about our top five. They're still here. You've got so many movies coming out this month. I mean, I think, what, Incredibles 2 I know is coming out. I believe the Jurassic oh, World yeah. movie is yeah. coming out this 22nd. month. So, I mean, yep, yep. It's, it's <sighs> going to be packed. Yeah. It is. It's going to be a busy month here. My, my long game is to make sure everybody has programming that they're interested in that's available here. And I well, feel like if, it, if this, this month doesn't do it, yeah. That's <laughs> the epitome yeah. of what I'm talking about. Exactly. I, I don't see anything here. I, I, 
just knowing the people that I know, there's a reason for everybody that I know personally to come at some point, at least once. Most of that is going to fall on the Blazing Saddles party because yeah. oh, there's a lot of yeah. people. I've got friends that I've already seen that are got their. I don't want to give it away, here, but so. there are whoopee cushions for everyone who comes to the Blazing Saddles <laughs> movie party. That's <laughs> hilarious. I know I'm going to try and go see the Grease sing along. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's hilarious. I got to see. I got to go to one when I was in training in Houston, and it's. I love the crowd participation. They put the lyrics. I was gonna say it's screen, got like the bouncing like, ball you know, kind of like thing. People really right. need it. But, yeah. But yeah, it's it's gonna be fun. Yeah, I was gonna say uh, the last time I saw it in a theater was not a specific <laughs> sing along, but that did not it stop. It doesn't matter. They were also going to be showing. I hate to give this away too soon, but Mall Rats. I'm bringing <sighs> Mall Rats in in July. And it's because of your <laughs> comments. Of your comments. Uh, we'll yeah. be there because yeah. Ball Rats is another one of my favorites. So. Yep. Absolutely. I haven't seen. Yep. There you go. A lot going on. Yes, <laughs> a lot. <indeed>. I'm <laughs> overwhelmed just looking at the list. I can't imagine putting that together and all the work that's yeah, going to go I like into. to just look at it like one day at a time. <laughs> exactly. One day at a time. Oh, you'd have to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, with all this. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, so that's it. Tell us your thoughts on what's going on at the box office. Again, you can send us. Your thoughts on what's out, what you thought about Solo, what you're looking forward to. Uh, tell your friends if you've got tickets to Blazing Saddles and that tickets are still available. Uh, you can send us also your headlines on what you think are or your suggestions on what you think are the top headlines every week. If we use your comments on the show, we will give you a shout out, just like we will for everyone that gives us their comments on the social media poll this week. Uh, you can send those to us. You can email them to us, which is okay. We get them, but nobody <laughs> else sees them until we is put this together. Is still doing that, honestly? Email? Not yeah, really. Don't do it. <laughs> you can. I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you you can. Uh, you can send us an email to popgoestheemail at gmail.com. The better way, the way that everybody gets to see what you're sending us, uh, is to do it through social media on Facebook at facebook.com/slash/popgoestheculturepodcast on Twitter at PGTC Podcast. You can find links to all that and more on our website at www.pgtcpodcast.com. We need to get links to your social media stuff as well. Where can they find you guys on Facebook? And what I love about us is it, the handle is Alamo Springmo for everything. Alamo so Springmo. Yep. Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So look for that, and we'll get links to that up on our website as well. Um, yeah. This, there's a lot going on. I'm still yeah. overwhelmed by looking at the month of June. <laughs> yeah, I keep, my eyes keep getting drawn back up there. I'm like, man, they're going to they're gonna be so busy. <laughs> that is job security for a lot of people <laughs> right there. Uh, so that is it for this week's show. We appreciate you taking the time again, as Absolutely. always, to, to join us. Absolutely. Missed you last week. We did. We we had a good time, though. Like I said, anytime you want to let him out of the yeah, closet. I'll, let him, I'll consider letting him out. <laughs> I, was, I didn't even get to hear that one. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, I'll have to go to back listen. and listen. Yeah, you can go back and find it on our website. Absolutely. <laughs> He, might, he had fun because he was like smiles the whole time. <laughs> oh, he <laughs> oh, yeah. He's like, yes, let's do some more of this. He's the happiest Absolutely. guy. Yeah. So that's going to be a lot of fun. So you can uh, look for us out at the movie theaters. Uh, we'll be in and about. We'll find reasons to be here in the month of June as well, uh, in addition to being here every Thursday doing the, doing the podcast. So uh, as always, I've been Joey Mills with GeekDad.com. Kenny Wright with Upscale Edge. Odin with Upscale Edge. And Jen Johnmeyer with Alamo Draft House. Come out to the movies. Later. See you See later. Ya. See you.